Yeehaw! Welcome back to another conversation with Cheese and the Tugboat. We're back for day three of the Tugboat's Texas trip with the chef. Of course, Cheese is still busy looking after his small infant child. So it's just Tugboat and the chef on this one. Uh, if you're ready, I am. Here we go. Um, day three, we woke up, we ate at the, we actually stayed and ate at the hotel, and, um, I, you had an okay breakfast, I think. I feel like I did. Mine, I went with the biscuits and sausage gravy. Oh, yeah, that was a, that, that was, was a mistake. That was a mistake. The first biscuits and sausage gravy of the trip. It was, well, I had the country fried steak the day mm, before, but yeah. this was cold and thin and gross. Yeah, ate, he ate it all. He ate every ounce. Yeah, I pretty much licked the plate, the paper plate. Um, so we threw our bags in the back seat, jumped in, and giddy up to Waco on our way to Dallas. So the, the like we, our whole research for Waco was we just Googled something cool in Waco, and Dr. Pepper Museum and Free Enterprise Institute came up, and it was like, yep, yep. Totally doing that. Doing that. That's the only reason we're going there. Love me a pepper. So we went there thinking this will be kind of funny, like a little bit funny. And we both love Dr. Pepper. Um, it's some, uh, a thing that we've shared for years. And it actually was friggin' awesome. Like that from that wax man in the little thing. And then all the World's Fair, the free enterprise piece. Yeah, really. The, the World's Fair well, thing was interesting because it. That's like free how, enterprise. Yeah, part. how do, how does this tie in? But again, Dr Pepper kind of got its mainstream debut in, in Mountain Dew specifically, which was then part of the Dr Pepper uh, or Pep, PepsiCo family. I uh, got got its debut at the World's Fair, which was uh, interesting. So they had like detail about every single World's Fair. Well, the neat part is all the stuff that got debuted at World's Fairs and how it was a like international sharing of ideas and innovation. Yeah, like hamburgers. They they, they say that the hamburger, uh, the North American hamburger, the version that we know, got introduced at the World's Fair. It's just now everything's corporate and about money. Before it was just about sharing ideas and trying to like do cool stuff and yeah. the pride of it. That, that was the other one. The the ice cream in a waffle cone. Was came from came, came from the World Fair. Rumored was that there's a guy selling waffles and a guy selling ice cream, and the guy selling ice cream ran out of cups. So he and, and goes, can, borrow a waffle? "Can he borrow a waffle?" He rolled it up, and then boom, like life changing experiences at the World Fair. So it was there was a cool part. We learned about different uses of Dr. Pepper as well over the years. So at one point it was considered a health elixir initially mm -hmm. made in a drugstore. Um, and then there was another cola or a pop, I guess, that was a laxative. So if you ate a huge meal, you were supposed to drink this. It would help you digest and, I guess, poop it all out immediately. Yep. And then there's also hot Dr. Pepper, which... I feel like it's got to be a different formulation, and I'm not about to boil Dr. Pepper. Oh, we've got we've got one liter right there we could throw in the kettle and see what we happens. Could, well, not the kettle. We'll just heat it up on the stove. No, right, an right in the kettle. Well, you're also assuming I have a kettle. <laughs> Fair enough. So we went to the gift shop, 
We bought some I'm a Pepper stuff. You got a shirt. I got a magnet. We got a nice patch for the garment. Uh, we had I bought the WW Foots Clements marble, which is his business card. It has his golden rule on it. Foots Clements being like the president ceo yeah he didn't started at the bottom now he's here uh he was the salesman that yeah that he didn't start it or anything he just put it on the map put it on the map he made congress declare it no longer a cola but a pepper so it was its own thing and and then to this day and then they trademarked what a pepper yeah so no one else could make a pepper or what was called a pepper. Uh, a lot of ahead of his for, time thinking. Yeah, crazy. Uh, and, and a super nice man, like beloved by all. Mm-hmm. And his golden rule was do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And he lived his whole life by that and made all of his employees strive to do that. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and his, so his business cards were these marbles. That say that on them. That say do unto others. Which I purchased because I thought that was so cool. Yeah, obviously. Uh, so, there was another really cool thing about the Dr. Pepper Museum. Well, there was that bottling line that you pointed out was not actually a bottling line, not, which ruined but... it for me. <laughs> it was just turning on a little loop, and I thought, oh, look at how they're just doing all those bottles. <laughs> and then Chef leans over and goes, it's actually just a loop. Uh, they're not doing anything. <laughs> ah, what? The, man, the wax man, moving wax man thing was super creepy well the piece that i thought was awesome was the artesian well so yeah. it was it was always called the artesian bottling company uh abc company um because they use the artesian well on the site to for the water for dr pepper uh and the other colas and stuff that they made uh, and then when the city or the government said no nah, you can't use well water that's untreated and whatever government uh they just they just smashed a bunch of bottles yeah and they took all the bottles from the bottling line that broke and then they just swept it into the well and they just filled, filled it up like, like a 30 foot well with just broken, just glass. broken glass and they just topped it off and said okay we're done we're done with that and then years later when they were making this museum they're like well we should have the artesian well dug out so they had to take out like it was like tons of of broken glass yeah. out of this. I don't even know how you get that out of there safely. <laughs> University college kids. It was a lot of yeah. <laughs> so they had to they had to dung it out. So we bought uh, soda pops mm-hmm. at the Dr Pepper gift store for like freaking eight dollars each, and they were not as good. The yeah, that, soda that, pop that, version. That was a robbery. That was stupid. What they were doing to pop in the fifties, idiots. Yeah. Uh, I will say that Dr Pepper shirt has yeah. not worn well. Uh, I've washed it twice and it's like falling apart. Classic. So I, Classic I was, gift shop purchase. I was definitely going to write a strongly worded letter. Well, we'll talk about how good my gifts are holding up in yeah. a minute. But uh, yeah, so in the photo that you can see on the website of the old truck, you can see big silos in the background, like a pair of breasts swelling up from the Waco shoreline here. Silo Johnson. The silos. <laughs> So not because we wanted to go there or had any need to go there. I just wanted to piss off Dutchie and my mom by going to Magnolia Market at the Silos, something that they would love to go to and they'd be really into. We just went because we happened to be around the corner, like literally around the corner. We walked there. We walked there and we went in and it was just 
like pandemonium. Like it was stupid how many people were in there. Uh, it wasn't a holiday or anything. It was a random like Wednesday or whatever. Like, tour buses, and this is like a compound. Like it is very much a compound. It is a. It's like a, a cult city block. Cult of people. Super into like and restoration there's, hardware there's and cops everywhere. Cops, ev- yeah. Which, it was like, what are these like moms and university girls gonna? It's the university girls. That's where they probably fight. Yeah, there was a lot of good and, women there too. I mean, and, as a, and shoplift, shoplift maybe. Yeah, but, but and like, so the outside perimeter is lined with food trucks. It's uh, it's a thing. It's a whole thing in Waco. Um, so we're like, okay, well, this is neat. Let's. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna go get a like a coffee cup or something for, for Dutchie for her birthday. So I walk in and I pick up the coffee like the travel mug. Forty five American dollars. So I put down the travel mug and immediately walked out and we left immediately. Um and there was that bakery. We were like one PM at that point yeah. and there was probably a hundred people standing. in line. So and there were people inside. There's like twenty or thirty people inside. Yeah, it was bonkers. It was. Just, just I've never seen total insanity. Like so we we got the hell out of there. Then we walked into downtown and we had a fierce debate about. I want to go to this. I don't know. There was a Mexican place. I forget the name of it. Sounded wildly sketchy, and you wanted to go to Jake's Texas Tea House, and it turned out mine was only open for late night food. Mm, yeah. So. We went to the tea house, which was very much like Angel's Diner. Yeah, I don't have much to say about it. No, it sucked. Uh, the pie was good, but the rest of it... I got the blue, pa- blue plate special, which actually came on a blue plate. That was the best part. Yeah. I had chicken spaghetti, which I would not recommend. <laughs> no. Um, so then we, we were like, okay, well, let's go to Austin. And then we thought... Uh, I'm pretty sure Waco's got some more stuff. So Chef here looked it up on his phone. He's like, yeah, let's go down to the River District. That or We looked up on a map yeah, on the street. So we went yeah. down there, and we pull up to near the river. And there's this awesome park with all these like Longhorn awesome. statues. And food trucks across the street. I totally would have ate there. Yeah, we, we fudged that up going to that garbage huge, restaurant. Huge. Like, it was a, it was an awesome setting. So we, we saunter down, we walk around along the cows, we find that we're, again, on this Chisholm Trail, um, walked out onto the Waco Suspension Bridge, which is super cool, probably mm-hmm. would have looked awesome lit up at night, and then we look down the river and we see the McLean Stadium, Baylor University, you know, it was right before March Madness, so filling out brackets and stuff, you always see Baylor on there, you're like, oh, so that's where it is. Mm. Yeah, Waco. But, uh, yeah, so we just kind of stood on the bridge and took it in for a little while, and we're like, uh, well, away we go, so. That, so, and I will say, no, we didn't do anything culty. Because people often, the assumption is Waco is famous for only one thing. Well, that was like the four people asked me, did you go to the Branch Davidian compound, or whatever it was? No, we didn't. Yeah, so in that thing I said here. We decided we should see one more part of Waco before moving on. No, it was not that part. <laughs> it was the River District. It was. And I would say it's probably better than a place, uh, yeah, the British Davidians. Mass murder or whatever. I don't I forget the story. Well, they, had, they were just like, well, I don't know. They, so, had, they had it coming. Well, let's finish this one and then we'll, I'll, we'll make a new episode. Because we're 
We're getting long in the tooth. Oh, Anyways. no one's going to want to listen to this. This is I'm way gonna too long. I'm going to cut it up by day. Frank off. <laughs> so, uh, the next city is Austin. But, unbeknownst to us when we planned the trip, friggin' South by Southwest is going on. Which is a arts, music, comedy, uh, comedy film, like, IT... I don't even know all the stuff that was going on. Like, there was a thousand venues, and, like, we saw all the Batmobiles in the parking lot. Yeah, everyone. Just every single Batmobile there's ever been, it was just there. Like, what is, why is this here? Yeah, and a, a small weight of people that were looking at yeah. it, but not advertised, or, no, like, it was just like, there was that, so much stuff. The parking stuff. lot was, like, fenced, all the parking lots in town, it felt like, were just fenced off, and there was, like, little tents, and there was just something going on there. Somebody said like there'll be fifty thousand people over a couple of couple well, of. Well, the first person we talked to that bartender at the hotel, yeah. and she's like, "Oh yeah, about a hundred thousand people come in." And then we talked to someone else when we got somewhere else in Austin, and they said, "Oh, it's like three hundred thousand." And then someone else is like, "There's at least six hundred thousand people that come into town." <laughs> so we're like, "Well, it's somewhere between a hundred thousand and a million people roll in for the weekend." Uh, well, it's like a week and a half long. I know, but so, there's a million people but, that come on the day we were there. So much. So yeah. so we couldn't stay. We started looking up hotels in Austin, and for like a freaking Motel 6 style room, it's like 800 bucks. What? Any, anywhere downtown Austin. It's so crazy. We ended up staying in another part of Austin called Round Rock, which I feel like is like a Mississauga type of situation. It's a city. Mm-hmm. But it's probably part of the GAA, Greater Austin area. I guess so. I'm just gonna call it Austin. So we're we're staying out there at a, a very nice Marriott, which if you have a fancy credit card, you get a lot of perks at the Marriott. And I am gonna tell the story about the night manager because <laughs> it's funny for me. So, so weird. we arrive and we are well, so the, you know, there's the, I don't know, you would call it the girl behind the desk type of thing. <clears throat> we check in, and once they realize who we are, the night manager comes out to greet us, because we're fancy credit card people, and... Just status people. Just, just whatever. gold status. It's fancy. So, talk to her for a minute, and then she gives the keys, and she takes a step into the chef... Like, right into his personal space to, like, shake his hand one more time and welcome him. And I'm standing on the side, kind of perpendicular to them, looking between them. And that space got uncomfortably close. Way uncomfortably like, close. Like, what are you doing as and when, a professional when, to step that close to shake someone's hand? And when someone steps in so close, like... What, do you, what is, your, what is like, your end game? I forget if, her name. I wish you, I remembered If her you name. step back... That just, I don't know, it was it was honestly well, so weird. I was weird. hoping all I, you would step back. All I could do was stand my ground. So, it was, yeah. She'll come back into the story, don't worry. So, we go up, we, uh, we made our plan. We were going to go to a place called The Domain, which was kind of in the north end, so we could take an Uber at a reasonable price. And we got an Uber driver, a five-star Uber driver named Clayton, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was Clayton or Cliff. Clayton. It was Clayton. And we got out, and we were both just, like, bubbling with excitement about how awesome that guy was as a driver. He had, like, grunge music. It was, like, Nirvana. He left, he left the window open enough so that 
to discourage us from talking because the roar <laughs> of the thing and the volume of the music was enough we could hear him, but it, it really discouraged us from talking. It was like that is genius. Yeah, and he uh, it was just. What an experience. It was good good music. It was the right level that there was no awkward silences or And he was a, yeah, he was a cool and, guy. And he was a cool guy. And he drove fast. And he, he I don't know what route he took. Flying. We should shave like twenty minutes <laughs> yeah. off of a forty minute drive. Yeah, we made excellent time getting there. So we we got there, we went to a place called Culinary Dropout, which was a that was a pretty cool yeah i'm uh, it's a chain there's a couple of them i will definitely go back definitely go back it was great we were on the patio where there's a lot of games and there's pool there was uh the throwing of the thing Uh, cornhole cornhole ping pong which those little kids were terrible at yeah and there wasn't just like one cornhole there were like it was like eight of them. Yeah, eight like courts. six, six to eight quarts yeah. of cornhole, and it's all like patio seating and low cinder block walls with like benches and stuff. So we posted up at a table meant for about eight people, just the two of us. <laughs> and because it was, yeah, we were hoping yourself. we were hoping to meet some people, and like a group. There was a couple of girls and a couple of guys came and sat for like two minutes, and then and I mean chef was gone off to the bathroom at that point so i was by myself and these people came and sat and hi hello and made some awkward comment they just left and then he he came back and i said yeah there was like four people sitting here what would you do <laughs> i talked to them but yeah there was a lot of good looking people in that place too i'm not gonna lie and dog friendly it's super dog friendly that was like so, the thing that they were known for there was dogs like running around yeah. there but by running around i mean extremely well behaved and on their leashes. And on leashes yeah but anyways good so, times we stayed there for and, a few hours and food was good yeah, and the, the beer was, was good. good the beer was excellent yeah and our waitress was helpful and the other waitress that ended up serving us more than our own waitress yeah was also our server as that yeah before we even went to this place we had a couple of beers at the uh, hotel bar and then yeah, we had more than a couple of four. beers at, at that was the most college beer we drank hey, we were definitely especially because after culinary dropout <laughs> we walked across the street to the yard house to have a yard of beer to, that's a nightcap it was a half yard half well yeah yard. they only served half, half yards that might but i wrote in the thing um you said it'll take you 22 minutes to finish that, and it was with and I forgot because well, I was half cut by then, and uh, and then his like alarm goes off and it was within 30 seconds of me finishing the beer and I was like whoa that's weird, so so yeah you you really have to you know go look at half yards and then two assholes that are. Way too deep in it already. That I decided. Say, no, I, I, we were, I was getting pretty deep. Oh, I was, I was, I was still sensible. I was like, I don't know if this is a good idea to drink a yard of beer. And you're like, Come on, we're in Texas. <laughs> so we did it. And I was like, I don't need this. We, I think we had Miller Light, so it was just a light beer. Yeah, you had Miller Light. I think I had something else. Yeah, good times, and that was the end of day three. So because we've come to the end of day three. We'll stop for now and tune in next time for day four of the Tugboats Texas trip featuring the chef. See you then, folks.